I'm excited to hear from our next guest, Wolfgang Puck, owner and restaurateur. Welcome back to Office Hours. And we are honored because we have the first celebrity chef of all time. My favorite, an extraordinary talent, both in the kitchen and on the camera. Welcome, Wolfgang Puck, to Office Hours. Thank you, thank you. I think we should call it the kitchen hour, probably. How would be better for me? That's your office. I would love to. I'll rename the show for you, of course. Um, One of the things you are, though, is a branding and marketing genius. And it's one thing to be an extraordinary chef, a restaurateur. And those two, by the way, are two different skills to be a great chef, but run a business uh, as well. But beyond that, you really created the concept of being a celebrity uh, as a chef. And obviously, this has taken off, not only for your benefit and 40 years in Beverly Hills at Spago's, which I'm old enough, I think, to be there for the grand opening. Uh, But more importantly, uh, with media, your brand outside of your own kitchen office is much bigger worldwide than probably you ever imagined. What do you think that secret was that created this celebrity chef that was never seen before? Well, I really think it's like baking a cake in a way. You have to have the right ingredients. So in that, I think talent for sure is a part of it, but mostly it's passion and work, you know? But when you have passion, it's not really work. Like I love to be in the restaurant and people often ask me at 10 o'clock at night, they say, Wolfgang, won't you be at home and watch TV, watch the news? I said, no, I love to be here. I love to be in the kitchen, talk to the chefs and and hopefully, you know, do what I love to do. And I think obviously being visible with the customers, being visible in the kitchen, being visible in all the places we have. I just got back from London. I just got back from uh, uh, Budapest. And I think so people see me even only for a few days, every six months, but to them it's an important part. So I think staying visible on continuing. And I always tell people in the kitchen, in the restaurant, you know, we have to have the right a mixture of tradition and innovation. It, you just talked about uh, hard work and talent. So that's something that everyone needs to have. Where do you think the passion uh, came from for you? Was it growing up or did you develop that over, over time when you were growing up? You know, it didn't start like that. I had a very difficult childhood. My stepfather was really terrible. And uh, so it was not like I wanted to be home, you know. But what did help me because he was so terrible, I wanted to show him I can do better than him because he always told me I was good for nothing. So it's not a good thing you tell that to your 14-year-old or 13-year-old, you know. And I left my home when I was 14. And when I was 17, I moved to France, even farther away from my home. So then at 19, I worked in a restaurant called Beaumaniere. And there, the owner and chef was Raymond Tuillier. And it was a three-star restaurant, still is a three-star restaurant. Now his grandson is running it. And he had such passion, but the ingredients were amazing. He also went into the dining room. He, I remember bringing a... Elizabeth Taylor in the kitchen, and I mean, that was in the, uh, around 1970. So, uh, and Marcello Mastroianni and Catherine Deneuve, a lot of these French uh, actors and actresses, and I remember George Pompidou, who was later the president of France. So he always brought them in the kitchen, but his passion, at that time he was 72 years old, and he took a liking to me. 
So it was like an interesting experience. Like he was working on the sauce station, making the sauces in French cooking. That's the most important one. And I was next to him. And each time I made something and uh, he tasted it and says, oh, put a little salt and pepper or put a little lemon juice or this or that. And when he made something, I said, I'm going to tell him the same thing. So when he made it, a Dover salt with a creamy sauce or something, and I said, oh, a little salt and pepper. He really liked it. And then whenever he went away, he went to Paris or he had a house in Cannes. When he went for three, four days, he said, Wolfgang has to make the sauces. So he made me feel good. And his passion wrapped uh, uh, on me. And uh, so I said, one day I want to be like him. You know, you said something that keeps resurrecting with entrepreneurs or business owners out there, and you built your business, but you were the first celebrity chef, and you see all these other chefs on TV and kind of following the path that you set. But there, as an entrepreneur, as running your business from the ground up, getting involved in this, building your name, your brand, like David mentioned, how many dark moments did you have to go through? Were there times that you thought about quitting? And what did you do to change that? You know, my darkest moments was when I was a child. You know, when I was 14 years old, I left my home and my stepfather told me I'm good for nothing. And I couldn't stand it to be at home anymore. We didn't have the money to go to another school, to go to university or things like that. And then uh, when I left, my mother found me a job as an apprentice about 50 miles away. But at that time, 50 miles was far away because we didn't have a car, we didn't have telephone, we didn't have television or anything like that, you know. Yeah. So 50 miles, I had to walk an hour to the train station, take the train and so forth. So about two months into my work there as an apprentice, and I was like not even five foot tall. The chef was a crazy guy too, and he told me I'm good for nothing, and he fired me. And at that time, I said that, you know what, it's not worth living. So I remember I was standing on a bridge, but there was a town, a big river was going to the uh, town called Filach. It's uh, the river's called the Drau. And I was standing there and looking down and says, I'm just gonna jump, you know. And after about 30 minutes or so, I said, you know, uh, maybe I'm just going to go back tomorrow and see what happened. So obviously I went back to my little room, went back early in the morning uh, to the restaurant. And the apprentice who was above me was so excited to see me because that way he didn't have to uh, uh, peel potatoes and onions and do all that thing. So when I got there, he said, OK, just go down in the vegetable cellar and you can peel the potatoes, the onions, or the carrots, whatever has to be done down there, and then uh, you will be fine. <laughs> so I said, okay, so I was there, and 10 days later, the chef comes down and sees me there, and he grabs me and says, get out of here, and was screaming at me, or profanities and everything, and I just was holding on to the bags of potatoes and says, I'm not leaving, I'm not leaving, I'm not leaving, and then he didn't know what to do. He called the owner, and he was also the manager of the hotel, and he said, I don't know what to do with this, uh, you know, whatever he called me. And uh, so the owner had a little bit more empathy. And he said, you know what, maybe if he really is so desperate to stay, he doesn't want to leave. I sent him to the other hotel. They had another little hotel in town. And so I went there. There they had a lady who was the chef. And she just told me to be quiet, do my work, and everything will be fine. So when I look back at my career, this was probably one of the worst days of my life or the worst 
period of my life, this, you know, time. So from there on, I went to France. I met my mentor in Raymond Tully at Beaumania, what I was talking before. Then, uh, you know, like uh, at that time, everybody said, you go to America and you find your fortune in America. So when I was 24, I was living in Paris at that time, and I came to the U.S., first to Indianapolis for a year, and then to L.A. and where I am ever since. And uh, I worked in a restaurant called Mamison for six years, and in 1982, we opened Spargo. So everything, everything in comparison to what I had to go through when I was 14, now it's really not that big of a deal. But the impact, you know, thank you for your vulnerability. You know, a lot of people need, especially today, that do quit or they get anxious, frustrated, even suicidal and depressed. But one thing comes to mind when we have those moments, you are a dedicated father, uh, you are an extremely positive person, an optimist, you glean charisma, which is part of you know, your skill. Um, when you were raising your sons, in the back of your head, if you were, uh, as every father gets, I'm a father of four, so I know, when you get frustrated or angry at your children, I have three teenage daughters, so you can imagine, did you have your stepfather or your, your mean chef in the, your mind saying, breathe, no, no negativity? Uh, you know, were you able to reconcile the negativity to be a positive uh, role model and a positive constructive criticism to your children so that you had that good balance? So I think I'm a very positive person. You know, there's a lot of things which are negative in life, but uh, you know, like look what's going on in the world. But I think at the end of the day, I really feel positive. And even at work, uh, when I was a kid or whatever, maybe I was yelling at other people when I was young, I mean, uh, uh, when they did something wrong. Today, I really try to teach them the right thing, the positive way. If somebody does something wrong, I said, no, that's not the way we do it. Let me show you how I like it to be done. And naturally, if they continued messing it up, you know, I would get upset too. So that's just normal, I think so. But I always take the positive approach to it. You're an amazing <laughs> entrepreneur, a friend, a great role model. And congratulations on your 40th anniversary of my favorite restaurant, the Beverly Hills Pago, as well as the Oscars coming up. We got to come in. We're going to have a meal on me. I'll bring you guys with me. Hey, the hey, I'm in. Yeah, I'm paying for hey, sure. I'm in. We're here at Heaven's Kitchen. I mean, office hours with the incredible Wolfgang Puck. Come back and join us here on Office Hours.